Good morning. Welcome to Bumpkin's Brain. I am Bumpkins. And I believe Jason and Micah just joined us this morning. What's up? Hey. May the fourth be with you. <laughs> and also with you. <laughs> and Tomorrow's this, my day. And that's this week's church service. Thank you. <laughs> so is this eight? Is this eight fifteen? <laughs> I swear to God, you said 830. <laughs> well, 830. I actually did right. say 830, but then, <laughs> wait, wait. Micah said he was going to be ready at 6 a.m. And Jason oh, said, God. why do you need to be ready two hours earlier? <laughs> right. And so then I tell me, okay, we're doing this at 8 o'clock. So very my bad. Sorry. No worries. No worries. No worries. So boys, <laughs> um, I hear you drinking the champagne of beers. Miller. Yes. So is it light or is it high life? High life. Okay, you can stay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just thought it was funny because last night when you got beer, I said do high life, you can have I can get high, drink some high life. <laughs> Indeed. Well, you know, weed and wine, wake and bake, whatever. That's We're right. out here. So one and done, baby. One and done. Is that what you said ten minutes ago when you were supposed to be here? I uh, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> No, we were getting high. <laughs> we were doing our <laughs> we were doing our homework for the show. <laughs> were you pitching tents while you were playing Cub Scout too? Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so Jason. Jason, yes, you, I asked you a question the other day. And you've had several days to think about the answer. What was the first moment that you and I shared that is, was a private joke for us? You know what? I've been racking my brain for the last three or four days, and I still cannot, in my head, remember what the joke was. It's pissed me off. Okay. So, I, I was under the desk, remember? And when I popped out, you were standing there, and you're like... Well then, you, while you're down there, <laughs> do you remember? No, I don't. I didn't have a clue, and I still don't remember. But it was like my it second like day. Was... Yeah, it was like the second day I was at service experts. Something was on. I dropped something under the desk, and I was oh shit, the that's funny. <laughs> totally inappropriate, but I'm happy that you took it with and just ran with it. But you know what? At that moment, as funny as it was, I already knew you weren't being serious because you're like me, you're like a good man in your bed. And, um, but you know what? I knew you were going to be my friend for life when you did that. Because, That's funny. That's because, so funny. You know, any other person could have had you so six ways to Sunday in HR. Right. But, um, but it was hilarious. <laughs> and I think about that moment because it makes me laugh. I'm like, 
yeah, they came from a gay guy. That's hilarious. <laughs> oh my gosh! I'm gonna. That's gonna. Have, that's gonna be a memory now. I'm gonna file away because. I, in my yeah. yeah, my little brain. Was, if people knew all the shit that I actually think of but don't say, I'd be arrested in five seconds. <laughs> I'm aware. I'm so aware, David. <laughs> so. So, Micah, be honest. You're a Bears fan, right? Just just be honest. Nobody's listening at home to hear that you don't really like the Packers, right? I, I'm sorry. I just threw up a little in my mouth when you said that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think, you know what? I, I like the Bears in the late 70s, early 80s. 85 was the last year I actually liked them. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I mean, the, you know, give us some more dick, but I mean, Rex Grossman, that, that was disgusting. Yeah, yeah, it was. And Jason's like, what and he the hell came you guys from Florida. About? He was amazing in Florida. Well, there's the, there's the problem, okay? Florida doesn't come up north and adapt well to the weather. Just, just think about that. <laughs> yeah, look at Tebow. He went to Colorado. Right. It's like if you and Jason ever moved back here, Jason would wilt. Jason oh couldn't goodness. handle the cold. No, I know. Jason you're right. would be. Jason, you would be in fetal position crying, <laughs> shaking back and forth, going, what am I doing here? Why am I doing this? But, you know, the amazing thing about the North is we've got <laughs> nine months of winter and three months of summer. And when it's summer, it's summer. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's, there's no getting around that. There's there's no air movement. It's There's no wind. Yeah. Yeah. Been there. Done that. Ain't doing it again. Yeah, I don't know how people of North... I mean, obviously, if you've grown up that way, it's you've already acclimated. You've, you know that that's the normal during winter season. Here, we barely... If we get snow, mostly ice because... We're oh, my God. Okay. Yeah. You're going to get... Okay. <laughs> you know... When you, when that I on um, that snowstorm hit, you know what nine years ago, eight years ago, whatever it was, right before we moved, and Christmas Eve, whole freaking states on state of emergency for a freaking inch of snow, maybe two. What the hell is that all about? That's you because know, they only have two plows in the entire city of Oklahoma. We have two plows for every three blocks in this state. We have like, to. <laughs> I know. So, well, Bob was there, or did <laughs> you know? And that that's something that cracked me up when we lived there. You know, they'd say, "Oh, it's gonna snow." Okay. Possible, <laughs> possible, possible eighth of an inch. And I'm like, okay. And everybody go to the grocery store now. Here's what I don't understand. <laughs> okay. I know exactly what you're saying. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. Why the hell are you going to the grocery store and buying meat and all these things that you need a stove to cook on? 95% of the stoves in freaking Oklahoma are electric. 
So if you're planning to be inside and your electricity goes out, which it is known to do there, why in the hell are you buying meat? Because clearly you're not going to freeze your ass out on the barbecue like us northerners do. Hell yeah. It could be 40 below zero. As long as yes. I got a canopy above me, I'm grilling some shit. Thank you. You know, so I don't understand. Why are you buying meat? Like, why are you buying, like, you're never leaving the house Because yet? Okies are a little special breed of people. Sometimes no. bread. <laughs> we're not even going to go there. I know as bad as Arkansas. Anyway, um, <laughs> and yeah, yep. you're right. I mean, uh, it's <sighs> bread, milk, and eggs. And I'm like, okay, two, exactly to your point. Two of those three have to be refrigerated. Like, what the fuck are they going to do you any good for? I mean, I guess if it's cold enough, Stick you can say, yeah, you just put it on your patio or on your front porch and then go ahead and just let it stay cool. But yeah, it's, well, it just, it just, okay. Let's work it. <laughs> it's as much a questionable judgment as, as we, why are you buying up all the fucking toilet paper for a respiratory disease? Because those are all the shitheads that talk out their asses. Yeah, because like, this <laughs> pandemic, people are flooding to buy every paper product known to man. Paper towels, toilet paper, etc. I'm like, but upper respiratory virus, are you sh- What? What, what was the point? Yeah, what, why paper, toilet paper? Like, it's yeah. not... It's not dysentery. <laughs> it was dysentery. I could totally understand. I'm like, are you people <laughs> freaking out that the dollar bill is going to turn into toilet paper? Right. Exactly. Like, oh my gosh, we got to go get the currency from the Walmart there. And <laughs> so, so this is super funny. We're talking about toilet paper. And so my mom and dad will be married 50 plus years this August. Oh, nice. And my mom is 81, and my dad is 78, okay? Two weeks before this stupid pandemic started, my dad was at Sam's and Costco, both in the same day. Now, he has an iPhone. Wait, he has an iPhone. I know this because I gave it to him for his birthday in January. And she told him, while he was at both places to get toilet paper because they were down to the last two rolls in the house. Now, let's forward. Pandemic happens. Word spreads that there's no freaking toilet paper. I happen to be on the phone with my mom and she's in her bathroom, which I hate. It is so fucking rude to take me to the bathroom with you. That's right. Okay. Yeah, no. I don't care yeah. how close we are. I'm not that close. Yeah. I even, yeah. Just because you gave me birth, I don't want to know what's going to come out your ass, okay? <laughs> but, <laughs> anyway. So, next thing I know, she's like yelling. She's having a fit. Like, I'm like, okay, did my mom suddenly have like some sort of bipolar or something happen? What the fuck's going on, right? I'm like, mom, what is the problem? And because when my mom gets mad, my mom doesn't yell in English. My mom yells in Spanish and Portuguese. <laughs> okay. Um, 
every third word might be English. But fortunately, I understand some of what she's saying, but I still didn't know what she was talking about. Anyway, so then she's like, well, I just used up all the toilet paper in the master bathroom. Okay. And now they've got two other bathrooms in their house. So she goes and she's like, screaming all over again. I said, Mom, what are you yelling about? She's like, I told your dad two weeks ago while he was at Sam's, while he was at Costco, while he was at Target, and every other place, I told him, get toilet paper. And I'm like, and what happened? She's like, that jackass didn't buy any toilet paper. <laughs> oh my God. The thing that is going to kill my dad is this toilet paper. My dad has made a lot of fool, stupid mistakes in his life. But now we're in a pandemic where they're talking about no toilet paper. My dad didn't buy any. What a stupid thing to end him, right? That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> right. So I'm like, Mom, let's just get online. We'll order some toilet paper. Sorry. Nothing. There was no toilet paper. We could not yeah, find any. Like, I was on Walmart, Sam's. I was everywhere. Like, that yeah, first day. And the hand sanitizer just, like, shut. I mean, they were selling a case of, like, three hand sanitizers for 80, 100 bucks. Yeah. So, I'm like, Mom, it's okay. This is not the end of the world. You've still got two rolls in your house. You're not going to go through that much toilet paper in a couple of days. I'm like, this is going to be fine. Meanwhile, All you need, All you need is a little bit of corn lily. Yeah. So, so, <laughs> so, she's still screaming at me. I'm like, Mom, you know what? I got to go. And so I hang up and I text my dad real quick. And I'm like, man, mom is mad at you. And he's like, I'm at work. I couldn't have done anything. What did I do? And I didn't, um, you know, I responded and I didn't get a response back. All of a sudden, my dad calls me. He's like, she's going to kill me. And I'm like, yeah, good luck finding toilet paper. Right. Two days later, he got lucky at Target and found and just for that. Found Yelp found one twenty-four pack <laughs> of toilet paper. <laughs> How much? One twenty-four roll of pack of toilet paper. Yeah, I was like, wow! Of all the stupid things that's gonna de- make his demise. Micah, are you okay? Yeah, yeah. ripping the bong. We're good. We're keeping up for homework. I thought he was on his knees with Neil and Bob. <laughs> You're not right, but I love you. That's why we're friends. <laughs> you know. <laughs> obviously, that's been pro- obviously, that's been proven. And this weekend, I did my research on my pickles. So. Boom. Really? He's watching like a 20 minute pickle fucking video. This dude tasting all these, uh, whether it was artisanal versus store bought pickles. All we make our styles. own. Stan makes pickles. Good. Oh I my god, pickles. they're the best. 
Yeah. I'm actually, uh, I'm considering starting a hydroponic uh, plant for uh, cucumbers that I can just put it right on the back patio. A pot cucumber. Yeah, so basically you take a five gallon bucket, you put the uh, water and the uh, fertilizer, and then you take the butt, which is the, the uh, cucumber vine. Right. And then it just wraps around the bucket. So right. you don't need, you don't need anything. So literally, you fill it up one time with water, and then each time that you need to fill it up again, you take a gallon of water instead of five gallons, and you do the same mixture of the uh, fertilizer with the, <laughs> with the you know dimensions obviously being a gallon, and uh, we should be able to produce thirty to forty cucumbers with. Five gallon bucket of just water. Wow, that is awesome. Michelle, so, I like, told you already. Micah is a very do-it-yourselfer. Um, really? Then what is he? Oh my God, he is he. And <laughs> his, his, my, he has like four different projects going in his head at a time. Like he's very, very into tiny homes, uh, cargo crate homes. You know how to recycle. Nice. Um, you know, he's like, if he had his dream home, it'd be box cars inside of the side of a hill. So it'd be partially underground to help with the cooling system, you know, using geothermal, all that stuff and utilizing solar for energy and composting the waste. I mean, I'm going to tell you how many flipping videos we've watched. <laughs> Some days are just like, okay, are we done now? No, because it's cool though. It is so freaking cool. Actually, this week, this uh, last week, I mean, uh, I did a lot of uh, resin videos on how to, you know, make old wood into lamps, just using resin with a uh, hardening application. Right. <clears throat> and you can basically, as long as you set it right, you can put anything into this resin and just make it such a beautiful piece of art. So why don't you do that and sell it? I, I'm thinking about it. Once freaking Hobby Lobby at <coughs> the devil opens. I was going to say, why are you shopping from them? They suck. No shit. No, they, I, not to, only, be not honest, to be honest, I, 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 I lie. Okay. I would find the best price at Hobby Lobby and I'd go online and I'd find it 75% cheaper. It might come from China, but I don't care. It's resin. You will. Well, yeah. But, well, well you know. Hobby Lobby has a history. Obviously, they don't work on a Sundays. A big history. They don't work on Sundays because they're a Christian company. They're actually headquartered in Oklahoma City. They, don't they will not pay for birth control. The very Yes, that's exactly right. That Planned Parenthood shit that he, they spewed like... Um, they were not going to support on their health care if someone needed, needed abortion. Hey, I think this is under um, the category of what brings my gears. <laughs> they're very anti-LGBTQ and they made all of their workers continue working uh, through all this virus stuff. And they were, it was a national news item that Hobby Lobby was one of the few companies that they were 
forcing their employees like we're not going to give you any time off like we're it's operations as normal deal with it well you know and a lot of companies feel that way and sadly um it's corporate america the, the bottom line comes down to the almighty dollar and you know the rich get richer the poor get poorer well except here in chicago uh, you know you guys will probably see on the news some fucking jerks because i can't say the word that i hate um, 150 of them now these people already got stimulus money right Right. and they probably got 8 to 10 illegitimate children so they got 500 for each of them so they got thousands of dollars plus now they're collecting unemployment well even if you were working a part time job minimum $100 a week now you got the extra 600 So now these people are sitting up at home. They got the stimulus money of thousands of dollars. And then they're getting at least $700 a week in unemployment. And then they go throw a fucking party in the middle of the street. To the point where the mayor in the city, I don't live in the city, but the mayor of the city said the next time, they're going to start citing people $5,000 a piece. Damn. And then we're going to go on for like this, bitch. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it's just ridiculous. And I forgot what we were talking about because I got on my soapbox about this stupid party that happened. Stimulus. Yeah. So. Well, and the sad thing about that, too, is. You're talking about people who get unemployment at minimum wage. My boss's job hurts because they decided to shut down their headquartered call center here in Oklahoma City. He's right. only getting $169 a week in unemployment. So how okay. come you're not getting the extra $600? I, I do. He did. He got it. But then they also oh, offset okay. that employment because he received the stimulus. So they didn't give him any of that way because it was over his normal pay. pay. So not everyone's profiting on this. I mean, if that he, was because he, I, right. that, that's because I got a check from Hertz for like $300. Oh, listen. And because I got the $300 check from Hertz, and it, it, I, they didn't qualify me for the six. So I couldn't get the 160 or, or whatever for the unemployment and I couldn't get the 600 because they couldn't file me. That sounds like a bunch see, of there. See, it seems very unacceptable. You know, like the tables have turned. You think about what I'm saying. The tables have turned. We are the becoming the minority. And it sucks. Because why should you be penalized? You worked. You deserve to have that money. These people on the south side of Chicago, and you know exactly who I'm talking about, Micah. Yep, Chirac. You go. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Yep, anything south of 92nd. Yep. You know those fuckers are soaking up all this money. It pisses me off. 
Oh, we're back to this. We got to get off of yeah, this. Yeah, no cause... shit. Yeah, this is... So, <laughs> you know, I, I've really been thinking about, you know, the way that technology is going. We've got, tes- you know, Tesla that's that's doing the automation and the cars. You know, with these drones and what they're able and c- capable of doing, um, I mean, I don't see that as being so far out in the future as, as they have told us in the past because... These drones are able to carry a lot of weight, and when it comes to packages and places like, you know, Chicago, things like that, where it's a very dense population, they can just start right. scooting these drones out there with the package, give it an address, and the technology that we have with GPS, it'll just drop it right off at their door. Oh yeah, they're already doing that up here. Wow. Using drones. Amazon. To- Amazon uses drones um, in certain areas to drop off packages. Not in South. Yeah, of they're 90, already doing Not that. south of ninety second. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> there is, there is, there is <laughs> no, I only see that because uh, I had to get off the platform on ninety second, and we had to go to a Halloween party. I mean, it was, in, oh, it was no. in, a, in, a, in a decent area. Like, I don't know how they worked this out, but we, it was like three blocks from the train station right there. And it was like this like three-story, you know, side-by-side that was amazing. But it was me walking from 92nd to three blocks. I'm like, shit, I don't have, I don't have my everyday carry on me because I got this stupid-ass clown outfit on. Oh, my God. I love the story. Yay! Snurs unite! I wasn't—I wasn't a clown. It was just I had an outfit that I couldn't carry. So, um, so two things (coughs) flashed before my eyes when you said clown in that area. First, I pictured you dressed as bozo. Um, then. When you describe the area a little more, I realized what area, and I pictured an old episode of um, oh, the Wayans brothers when when they were Homie the Clown. Yes. In that neighborhood, he Homie would have played whenever <laughs> they wanted him to. for sure. For sure, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny because, uh, you know, I, uh, the bike path right right on the lakeshore goes goes from uh, Kimball and Lawrence, where I was at. Right. Well, obviously I know that Kimball area well. That's, that's Brown Line, but I'd go down to the lake, and then I'd take the bike path all the way from up there, all the way down to... I, I would know where I was because of MacArthur Place, uh, because... It's right there on the lake, you know. Right. And I would say okay, I know the city very well. I've got so yeah, I know. Exactly I've got like it. a mile, uh, one point two miles left before I need to turn around because it's starting to get a little dark. <laughs> <laughs> and anybody who knows Chicago knows there is an invisible, definitive line, a very definitive, invisible line of where you as a white person belong and where a black person is. There's a very definitive line. And anybody who knows Chicago knows that line. 
and it'll never change. It has been that way forever. Micah knows what I'm talking about. Yeah. That's why I laugh. And, That's why I laugh whenever I watch this. Yeah. <laughs> I know exactly where the freak they're at. Because they're, they're, they're the Irish <laughs> side of Southside. Yeah. Like near Bridgeport. Right. <laughs> so, 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 back in the day. Oh my gosh. Oh, we got to take a hit. I said, oh my gosh. Oh, way ahead of you. J- Jason's ripping it oh. already. Ooh, Jason. Suck it hard. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, don't choke. I think he already is. Mr. Helpful. Does he need water? I'm gonna stop. Do you have to stop? Yeah. She's sexually windows in there. Yeah. I know. Does it help me? Jason, have we not Jason, have we not met? I well don't shit. <laughs> but, <laughs> why is this surprising? Actually, this can give me a Oh, uh, uh, but it didn't help me coughing. Um yeah. <laughs> Whenever cough fit already and then you guys keep throwing up <laughs> <laughs> your ass. <laughs> Ooh, baby. Not in a good way. <laughs> you know, I can turn. <laughs> All right, so I gotta tell you. She just say she turned. I don't know what she said. I don't know what I said. <laughs> what the fuck did I say? I was gonna tell you a story. I was gonna tell you something. We were talking about Bridgeport. Bridgeport, you're, uh, just... you're talking about. Uh... Oh, no, we're talking about second. Well, and then turning the station windows, yeah. and and then Jason almost coughed himself to right. death. Right, and then y'all wouldn't shut the hell up because I should know that you. We are who we are. I should say you. You have fucking that class too. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, no, because no. I told you, um, uh, you made a comment, and I came back with a retort, and then I was in my mind, I was like, it's kind of the same way of like saying. Uh, my, yes. my, my life's uh, motto, my life's motto is take it easy. If you get it, if you get it easy, take it twice. Uh huh. <laughs> take it easy. But you know, life. Well, take it easy. <laughs> and if you get it easy, take it twice. <laughs> Jesus. Come on, y'all. Twice Keep is up. nice. And then don't Bill, don't sweat. Get the, with the curtain. <laughs> be like a fish. Don't sweat the pain. <laughs> and the other one is. Don't sweat the petty things, and don't pet the sweaty things. <laughs> and don't sweat the petty things. <laughs> and don't and don't sweat with petty. Don't well. pet the sweaty things. <laughs> All right, so listen, I got to tell you this story. Now, keep in mind, I was 14 years old when this happened. Oh, and we're talking about Bridgeport. Okay. We had a number that belonged to the old Motorola beepers. 
Like, if you found a beeper, Jason, you might be too. Okay. Like, you called the number. So that was our number. So one time this guy calls and he says he found a beeper. And I'm like, you got the wrong number. And I hang up. Guy calls back. I answer the phone again. Now, I should have hung up the phone. That would be a good thing, right? I already told this guy once. No, what do you think my dumbass does? This guy is like, you have a really nice voice. And he starts talking to me. Guess what? I didn't hang up the phone. I started talking back to him. And then I lied. I told him I was 18. On top of all of this nonsense. I don't even know why I did this. This guy asks me for my address. Oh, shit. Wait. I, like a dumbass, give it to him. Wait. (laughs) Wait. Wait, this gets even crazier. Oh, good God. So, okay. I talked to this guy, and I didn't know back then you got charged units for the phone. It's not like, you know, like it was a per unit charge. I didn't know this. And so then this guy started calling me. And like a week later, an envelope shows up. And it's got $40 in a note. And it's, yeah, okay, this is crazy. And it's from this guy. It started off as a wrong number. Now, but remember, I'm in the wrong. I lied to him. I said I was 18. Just remember that. Right. God, he's and in jail. So he, Shush. no, he almost went to jail after yeah, this well, shit. Oh, wait. Okay. So my dumbass takes the train to downtown Chicago by myself at 14. I had to take two buses from the train station and go through Chinatown oh, to get to Bridgeport by myself, where I had never been. At 14. Remember this. And there's no cell phones, internet, nothing. To go meet a guy who was 28 years old. Oh, sweet Jesus. And he didn't know. Because I didn't look 14. And you know what? This is a really good looking guy. And I will be honest with you. This guy took me to a bar and we had got drunk at this bar oh wait we went back to his apartment oh, fuck. oh yes we did oh, okay and <laughs> guess what we did wow wait there's not even the end of what? this Okay. 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 I'm I'm already mind blown, but go ahead. Wait. So now I get back on the buses. I somehow managed to get back on the train and get home drunk off my ass back to my house before my dad and my mom get home from work. Because if they knew what I had done, I would have been dead. Right. So, but that's not the end of this guy. This guy ends up, he and I end up dating for almost two years before I got caught. What? 
Oh yeah. And when you see when you got caught, how did that transpire? Okay, so um, of course I dated other people, but that's a different that's a different genre. This this like late night with bullets. <laughs> that borders. Anyway, um, so. <laughs> Um, this guy calls my house one night and I was out and my dad answers the phone. Okay. And instead of hanging up on the guy, hanging up on my dad, this fool asks for me. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, and 14, I'm sure that was real thrill to hear that there was a guy calling my dad was like, who is this? And the dumbass rats me out. What? What? Yeah, this guy rats me out. How he had dialed our number for a lost beeper. He tells most of oh the story. God. And does not make me look good. He tells my dad that I stalked him. In a sense. But fortunately, my dad didn't buy that entirely. But I tell you what, I think I almost went to jail. Because, yeah, when I got home, my dad was living. Oh, no shit. <laughs> and so, this is just the first time I got caught with this. So, I get in a lot of trouble. And that should have been the end of it. But I am such a dumbass. I think back on this and I think, oh my God, as a parent, <laughs> if my daughter ever did this, there wouldn't have been a second time for this to happen. I promise you. <laughs> I can assure you. But no, I am so stupid. I keep fooling around with this guy. Oh my God. I literally keep, like now, okay, now he knows the truth. He still doesn't care, right? Because now he knows the truth. He knows how old I am at this point. Wow. So guess what? He started coming out to the suburbs during lunch hour and showing up at the restaurant. And I'd go get laid at lunch behind the grocery store and go back to school. I did this for another six months until we got caught again. This guy followed me home. Oh my God. At that point, yeah, he followed me home and guess what? My dad was oh, waiting. Oh shit. Yeah. Oh yeah. My, and that was the end of that. I can assure you that was the end Let me guess, Danny brought out his Mossberg 500? Nope, he beat the shit out of this Ooh. guy. Yo, Daddy. Yeah. Double barrel. And my dad's, and my dad um, was a man with a lot of power back then in Arlington Heights. And um, he tells this guy, he's like, "Look, we can call the police." He's like, "Guess what? I'll get you for statutory rape." He's like, "You leave my daughter alone. You never call her again." And that was the end of it. Wow. And I was mad. You were mad? I was mad. 
I was mad. Yeah. <laughs> She's getting laid. So, okay. To play devil's, to play devil's advocate. <laughs> what drove, what drove it was you or what, what was, why did you feel that you needed to engage with a guy that you knew was twice your age? <sighs> okay. So, I, at the time, I didn't know. Okay. Well, I kind of, okay. Let's be honest. Because we're in Bumpkin's brain. So, we've got this going on. So, um, I got bullied a lot when I was a child. And, you know, I was a chubby kid. And I had glasses. I had braces. So it's kind of like the ugly duckling to the swan situation. Because by the time I was in high school, I wore contacts. I was thin. I had big boobs. My teeth were straight. And I was a knockout. I'm not bad now either, but whatever. But back then, I was a knockout. Um... I was Miss September in Jugs Magazine in 1989, but that's a different thing. I think I remember you telling me that. Oh. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I do. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. This is, it's like, that yes, you I remember. Do. That is hilarious. You remember that. Well, it's because that, yeah. stone, and um, it's coming into that, uh, you know, sub area in the brain oh that comes God. out. Yeah. So, anyways, um, you know, when, okay, so before I went to high school, my older brother still lived at home. And he had these friends. And these friends, I would have done every single one of them. He had four of them, and I would have done them all at the same time. They were that good looking. Damn. They, yeah. Two were blonde hair and blue eyes, and two were blue eyes and dark hair. And these guys were built, and they were guys, guys. So I decided if I took up smoking and I learned about cars, these guys would hang out with me. And they were rejected me, probably because they were my brother's friends and they'd known me since I was a baby, you know, so they didn't think of me that way. And so, you know, by the time I got to high school, um, it felt good when I turned somebody's head and it just sort of took on a life of its own and then the jacket bumpkins it's, okay so you guys have to know how I got my name bumpkins this is freaking stupid it's a jacket from a hot dog stand and it's, it said bumpkins with a big hot I dog I think I remember that. seeing that That's and where. where is it from Skokie, Illinois. Right off the metro line is that hot dog stand. Yes. Well, underneath the hot dog, it said, a delight in every bite. (laughs) I knew it because I was like, when I saw that, because I didn't put the two together until I saw the spelling of it, and I went, where the frick have I seen this before? And it was on on the Skokie. It's right next to the the metro. Metro 
yeah, yeah, it's gone now, but yeah, exactly. So this jacket, we used to hang out at this restaurant, and the guy, one of the owners of the restaurant, one day called me Bumpkins, and it has never left me. Well, because of that jacket, um, and it belonged to somebody else that I was uh-huh. hanging out with. Um, <laughs> You know, I'd be walking like my sister and I, we'd be walking to the mall and some guy would go, hey, bumpkins, are you really a delight in every bite? And I'd turn and smile. I had a great time. That jacket got me in a lot of trouble. (laughs) Oh, my shirt's shirt's, my shirts get people to stop and take pictures with me (laughs) I I have a I have a shirt that I bought on Amazon that says uh, this does not count as a Sasquatch sighting Uh, and I always have a big beard right and I'm a big guy like 6'5 300 you know so you're like, um, what's his no, name from oh, Harry Potter? Yes, 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 you're right. Hagrid. Hagrid, yeah. I thought you were going to say Harry and the Henderson. Thank you. I said, no, no. <laughs> no. That is big shit. That is yeah. <laughs> whenever I go to the medieval fairs. But his name is Daryl. Whenever I go to the medieval uh, fairs. Hagrid, then, Hagrid is way better. <laughs> Okay, because yeah, because we've gone over to some friend's house. Um, was it computer? Very good. Thank you so friends. much. Um, we socialized that one so time. <laughs> right. At band camp. camp. Yes, exactly. Well, we went to um, you know um, Lucas, <laughs> um, my His old boss, and and and, and a new guy. But there was three couples there, and we were there to watch the the big fight a couple of years ago. And... It was one of the McGregor fights. Yeah, and um, they made they made a comment. That okay. <laughs> he said, next day at work, he was like, "Man, that's a big dude." <laughs> and I was like. Yeah, like, <laughs> I just pictured him picking you up under his arm and carrying you to the car. <laughs> <laughs> and I started laughing, and then he said, "Him, well, he said, and he said something about me. he goes, I'm gonna start calling sausage fingers because he's such a big good dude." And I was like, "Okay, like mm. that's weird." I wear a size 15 ring. Uh, my, okay. the, uh, Andre the Giant, the original, the original OG. Oh yeah, wrestler. Uh, he uh, yeah. he wore like a size twenty six, and you could fit an egg, not hard boiled, with the shell on it, through his ring, without cracking the shell. That's how big his fingers were. But yeah, my, I, I'm, I've got big sausage fingers. Why I'm not an electrician or a carpenter. Yeah, I'm used to big guys. Yeah, sometimes I have to step in because he's like, can you fucking do this? Because I'm frustrated and my big fingers won't let me do this. I'm like, it's all good. But that's it. You're getting in yang. Totally. And our dogs match us perfect. (laughs) 
it's so crazy. You know how it's just it, our house is so divided. It's it's amazing the chemistry that works here. Well, yeah, because you're a Packers fan. Of course, <laughs> you're a house divided. No, not really. It's like any other team. I will root. Okay, that maybe your house. My house don't give a shit because I don't even like football. <laughs> Well, that's because you don't even well, know shit. how to play no, the game. No, don't. Uh, the game. Uh, Just I'm going to be gay, but I'm not a fucking pants. moron. I know He's not how a platinum game. gay. <laughs> I know. I know the rules. I, I know <laughs> some of the positions. So don't. But it's just. It's just <laughs> don't hurt me. Girl, I'm telling you right now. Wow. But oh, just, my God. I, I, didn't, I grew up in a house. <laughs> I pictured you more <laughs> sex in the city than football. I just grew up in a house that we never watched sports. And there wasn't any reason for it. I mean, even though my dad was super religious and was a pastor, it was not... He just wasn't into sports. Because it was all about Jesus. It was all about, you know, um, Bible study and this and that. You know, preparing for the next service. And it was just... And so we just, right. But, but that was his life. Didn't emulate to either me or my brother because literally our whole lives, while we were in that house, we didn't watch any any sports related stuff just because nobody was interested. And it wasn't right, wrong, or indifferent. It was just it wasn't a focal point. And so wow. going up is like I. What what we're actually talking about here. It's nature versus nurture when it comes to the football. The football. The football. Foosball's the devil. I saw I love him. We watched an episode. I don't even know what is on YouTube, but Kathy Bates and Snoop Dogg. It was Snoop, it was Snoop Dogg's channel. And they oh my God. That and he's trying to... And then you're like, this, Oh, that's that door highlight sound. Foosball is devil, baby. Ooh, <laughs> cracking it open. Uh, no, I, I do have to say, if you've got the, time, the biggest disappointment of being in Oklahoma is the you know, food. It's the beer. Because first off, when I moved here, it was oh, yeah, that too. That's all I could get. Now, now, Bullshit I beer. get beer and it's in a cooler now but Ooh, Miller still fancy. has not figured out a way to have their beer actually travel and that's that's it's it's disturbing because I love Miller I'd much rather have Miller over Budweiser any day but when it comes down to traveling plug Budweiser Budweiser <laughs> <laughs> their cans, their insulation, the way they brew their beer can travel. Miller can travel. It's up there. Let it stay up there. I'll come visit y'all. Okay. So, you know, we're talking uh, about beers. And so in Chicago, every bar. What's that? The 16 ounce cans. Oh boy. Yeah. So wait, when I was a little kid, I thought all those signs 
I didn't realize they were beer. I thought they were our flag. Oh my god, that's hilarious. Because I can totally see how that's possible. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Okay, so yeah. while he's So when I lived in Wisconsin I lived in a I lived in a, t- a tiny little city called Cudahy. Now Cudahy had the world record of per capita per bar. Right? So because it was cut a cut a hay ham. Everybody from was you know everybody from the metro would come to Cudahy to work, and then they'd go to the bar across the street. Well, eventually, the factory got so big that there was literally <coughs> more bars than people per capita in Cudahy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Cut a hand with Scott. Yeah. Did you like that, Jason? You know how stupid I no, felt no, no. It is, when I found out. No, no, no. And it wasn't even about life. you. It was the perception of what you had seen for so many years that stuck in your head. And it was like, yeah. <laughs> I just thought that was like, they just stay playing. <laughs> oh, yeah. It just, shit, it, and what? you know what's even funnier? I was it, I was almost nineteen. <laughs> um, before I realized that was not our state flag. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> Could you imagine the Olympics <laughs> in Chicago this summer? Oh no! 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 <laughs> they can't even no. make a four-lane highway. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I've got to admit, our like, okay. I, I promise you, they're not as bad as Oklahoma. Yes, you know that a thousand times worse. I will drive you to yeah, Chicago, um, Jason. I will take Oklahoma Rose seriously. Day. We have two seasons. Winter and construction. And we have winter <laughs> and construction because they're always fixing. They're always fixing the damn roads. And it's like, what the fuck is the point? Because you never oh get my far God. enough and to fix don't ever, ever, ever it get seems into like... an express lane. Because they have 90 fucking degree turns in the express lanes at night. I swear to you, I was driving through there in the express and doing like 80 miles an hour. And it changed. Like, it went <laughs> just that quick. There you go. Just... <laughs> Oh yeah. I mean, I'm it's like, it. and then you you actually make the turn, but after you make the turn, you went, did this actually just yes. happen? And you're looking yes. at all the cars around you, and you know they're thinking the same thing too, because it was like, how did I make Thanks. that turn that fast? It's not possible. But you did oh, it, yeah. and everybody else did too, and then everybody breaks, everybody goes to 55, for about a couple of seconds, and then we 
NASCAR it out. <laughs> yep. But yeah, um, did, did, or driving up. You know what's fun? Is the oh, S curve on boy. Lakeshore Drive. And they straightened it. I, I'm like, you know, um, like when we go in the city now and we're on the S curve, I'm like, this is nothing. I'm like, you should have been here back in the day. When S this curve. It was a S S curve. curve. <laughs> like, Jason, it was literally, if you picture an S, that's how this curve At 50 miles an hour. Road. <laughs> yes, okay. you were going fifty miles an hour. That's my kind of road. You yeah. should, you should yeah. have. Yeah. it's you always should. fun watching the tourists go through there, though. Well, you should also know that I do have a need for speed because I always told myself I would never, ever, ever buy a motorcycle because I would be dead in a week. Because. Good. And how's that working out for you? I just have a car. But his, <laughs> his, buy, his car keeps getting <laughs> smaller and smaller, though. Because now we're at the CRV or the yeah. HRV. And next we're going to be in a Civic. And then he's going to be on a Honda scooter that has automatic <laughs> transmission that does 95 miles an hour on the highway. Oh, okay. It's just. Jason, if you're going to go that low, might Jesus as well get Christ. a Honda Goldwing. That has a reboot. He's so full of shit. I went from a Civic to a CRV. Now I'm in an HRV. He's being a boo head. But yeah, I do have a need for speed because even I'm a different fucking person behind the wheel of a vehicle than I am in real life. Like, I literally. He's just shush! He doesn't play a NASCAR to. He's not really a NASCAR right. driver. Well, he just plays one in his I, mind. I said in it, real life. <laughs> okay, I have. There's is in my life two dream jobs. The first and foremost would be a voiceover okay. for Disney, because I love characters. I mean, just I can oh, see that. The second one was. So why don't you work for Disney Cruises? Uh, who wants to be on a cruise? Who wants to be on a cruise ship right now? Oh, diseases and viruses, bacteria. <laughs> no, screw you. I mean, but okay. To your point, yes, it would be cool, but I'd be away from home eight months out of the year. Yeah. So you take well, your man with you. Travel but the other one's an NASCAR driver. In the Navy. Did you see the world? Pet Shop Boys. In the Navy. We want you. Boys are we, thumbs want up. You. <laughs> we want you as a new recruit. Up to. That's right. You know, West End girl. So those Pet Shop Boys. Eat them boys and molest them. Girls. I have always said I would want to be an NASCAR driver because I do have that intensity for speed. And to drive a car at hundreds of miles an hour. I used to race. That adrenaline rush. I mean, every so often, I just. I used I to race. Interstate. I get frustrated because I'm in the far left hand lane. Every fucking mother, mother bitch knows that you're supposed to either pass and you move the fuck over or at least do 
above the speed limit. And in Oklahoma, you know these motherfuckers who go like 65 and a 70, and then they don't even move over. And it's like, then they want to brake check you. It's like, okay. <laughs> are you, are you not in the far, farthest left-hand lane? Yeah, road rage Either move your fucking ass or move over. And it drives me goddamn insane because I seriously, there's moments where I just want to snap. I just want to, and I'm sure I'm gesturing <clears throat> behind these drivers. My hands are flying all over the place and my hands fly for me. And I'm just like, I'm fucking laughing. It's not funny. I just move for shit. Because, okay, Jason, oh. I've driven in Oklahoma. Oh my God, it's nothing. Go sit on the Dan Ryan at five in the afternoon when it's a hundred degrees with no air conditioning. You better have packed your lunch and hope, and you better have hoped the ball the ball game didn't let out it just then because you'd really uh, be sitting there. Yeah, okay. so I can, I'll definitely give you that. I yeah. just want to say, since the pandemic started. We've seen a 30% drop in ozone. You know, it's funny you said that because we were just talking about how much bluer the sky is. I was like, wow, I yes. didn't know our sky could be this blue. Swamp. And then we were talking about Oklahoma. I was like, wow. I'm like, Oklahoma's sky is already really blue. I bet it's so pretty. So much prettier now, like super vivid. It's like looking out of a camera. Right? And it's crazy because normally... That's that's what's upsetting is we're so glazed over, you know what I mean? I, the hang on, I've got five things in my head right now. I've got to, I've got to sort them. We'll spin the wheel round and round. Yeah, so we just in just a short so, such a short yeah, amount well, of time. He's... We've been able to affect the entire yeah. world. The planet Earth has been changed by 30% of its pollution in three months. Hello? Yeah, what does that tell you? <laughs> yeah. Like, we could actually, we can actually stand on our front sidewalk at night and we've seen Mars. That's, that's not that's not normal. We've seen that's Mars crazy for like to three think days. That not seeing the stars is normal. You said Mars War? Or Mars the planet? <laughs> just kidding. The planet. But a Mars bar version? does sound delicious. Hello? A dark chocolate Mars. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh stops. Mm. No. And we can't do that. We gotta stay on focus. Because... Actually, what's funny? <laughs> you mentioned cake. Oh fucking Jesus! <laughs> so <laughs> I know we, we mentioned it earlier, uh, but the, the way me and Jason met was on uh, a, a site called uh, Growler. Well, I'm, we'll get Over there cake? eventually. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. And uh, so <laughs> I was on Growler, and I had it on my page that I'm an ENFJ. Uh, I tend to lean more asexual, and I'm not a label. 
that was what that was what hooked me was that he said I'm not a label and I'm not defined in a box and that was the besides the person I saw the personality ENFJ and I'm like oh shit I know I I was I already taking first smart space you know what that is such an amazing answer that is what hooked me it wasn't necessarily anything I mean yeah he has a cute face, so don't get me wrong. Because I mean, in the profile pic, okay. he has a cute face. But at the same time, when I saw that, I connected more on a spiritual and emotional level. Yes, absolutely. An emotional level. Wow. He's the same personality type, and it's an, the it's fact a that statement. He is it is such a so blatant on a social media app that he is going to say. Don't box me in. Don't say I'm one thing or another. Is that? And that was right. Just and such accept a, me for who I am. Like Whatever it is, like, I am. I am. Shit, really? Man, that's ballsy. Because most people just. And I know people have talked about gay websites, but and it's it's actually gay apps. Stuck ass, and then you add. No, you know what? This is actually a good kind of. Dating apps are shit. Then you add the fact that a gay dating site is all about stuff. I said I'm a nudist. Yeah, you know, (laughs) you see, you're a naturalist. Naturalist, yeah. Yes. Okay. But gay dating apps are fucking horrible because it's all about dick size and what you're. See, okay, see, and I don't, I guess, okay, so one, so I guess one, I don't understand dating because, you know, I'm happily married. So, you know, I haven't dated in so long. I don't even (laughs) think I know how to make a date if I had to. And I don't want to find that out. Right. I don't want to start over. I don't want somebody new. Like, I love my husband. Like but anyway, on, uh, um, so <laughs> at, at the end of the day, <laughs> yeah, he does that anyway. <laughs> so, but no, I have an amazing man, and I'm so fortunate because I don't understand dating. Like it sucks. I really, it sucks. Don't balls. I've, I've got a friend. Big. Carry donkey balls because because dating. Don't I don't care really what un- sexuality or what gender you are. It sucks just because you have two right. people with two different backgrounds, two different personalities, and then if you're not a twenty-five-year-old, you got fucking baggage. Everyone has something. Well, yeah. And so, like, I have a friend. Whoa, J Lo. J Lo. Oh, J Lo. You talking about the real J Lo? Yeah. Jennifer Lopez. My friend J Lo. Oh. Okay. Anyway, no. Oh. Her last name is Lopez, <laughs> and her first name starts with a J, okay. so I call her J Lo. I was checking. I was like. If you've been holding out, I'm going to beat you ass. <laughs> oh. No. <laughs> no. I seriously, I seriously um, like, no. You think I'd be tiny? No, I'm just kidding. The 
J Lo. <laughs> okay, okay. Okay, okay. No. My friend J Lo. Um you know, she's yeah. she's on all these dating sites. And first of all, you know, why? Why are you on every dating site? You know, I don't understand how come people don't meet people the way you used to. By happenstance. Now everything is fill out a form and maybe you'll get a wink, a poke, a like. I I don't understand. And then there's different types of dates. There's the hangout. There's the scam. There's, what was the one? The date is um, friends with the possibility I don't understand well, I, I when just, you say happenstance are you t- I mean, in any world I don't understand I'm sorry you even sound like I'm I'm, I'm ageist because like, I'm not because I'm fucking look, 45 years old than but when you say happenstance I mean where do people in any sexuality go to meet other people the bar Well, no, because it's just dumb. You go to the bar if you want to get laid. Okay. So, where do normal happenstance happen? Okay. Well, oh, like friends of friends. Right, okay. All right. Uh, okay. Uh, meet at work. You meet at the grocery store? I don't know. I mean, the bar is not well, a place. I, I never me. would. Okay, well, and bars see, are from. That's the thing about. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> in your yes. case, you squeeze the sausage. This sausage is ours is handled in the meat section. This sausage smell fresh to you. Right. <laughs> what do you think of the no, size it's... of this sausage? <laughs> Jesus um. But no, and see, and the sad thing is, in the gay dating world, there isn't those options. I mean, unless you just have an attraction in the middle of the, gro- in the grocery store and just happen to think that you strike up a conversation, you can connect. Nine-nine percent of the population has to go to either a gay, a gay club or a gay bar, and that sickens me because it's like it's such a different. Huh? It smells in there. In those, in the gay clubs, it smells like um. What's the store trap? that I hated the mall? The place loud music. Kids store. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, uh, what is Drop this the store? And I hate it. Spencer. No. Cowboy Willie. <laughs> No, it's a what? clothing store. Oh, oh probably a bitch. Yeah. Fucking twigs. <laughs> yeah, I well, and you're right. And they are very homoerotica in their well no, no Yeah, they are very homoerotica in their ads and then they used Bottom to have line, like you show the, the, the Well their host at the front door was Charlotte's guys or you know girls that were in barely anything it was like I don't give a god damn if I could actually pay for their or afford their 
wearables. I'm not that fucking bougie or this is so <laughs> arrogant, but ripping the bong. Just they only you know those models are not normal people. They're not everyday Jane and Joe. And that's the part that I hate is because they're focused on a niche of the gym rats, the athletic people, the ones who show their body off. That's fucking fine. But at the same time, you're not really selling to all of America or modern people. I don't know. It's fucking. It's just so scary, though. See, and, and, and me being... Go ahead, I'm sorry. You know, and then, okay. Well, me being a session, No, no, go ahead. It, it's a real big turnoff for those places for me because it's like... Ugh. You know what I mean? It's hard to explain. Basically, it's... it's I, am, I am connected I get to it. an individual's brain. So, Don't know why you put beat me. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. It was the universe that picked us. You gonna make it, Jason? We didn't have nothing to do with that. That's the universe. <laughs> You know, my my uncle's gay, so I've been around gay my whole life, so I've never ever once thought about it, because, you know, I I guess because, you know, my uncle is openly gay, and it was around me my whole life, you know, it was such a natural part of life, I've never ever thought about it, because to me it's like, well, what you guys do behind closed doors, and what I do behind closed doors... It's you nobody's business. Who fucking cares? Thought, but it's you know, surprising. you're a person. That's why. Yeah, and that's and it why sucks, the one I word it. that um, I refuse to use, <laughs> and it and it it's one of those. If someone says it to me or says, "Hey, this is okay," it's the word partner. Okay, mm-hmm. if I'm in a relationship with someone, sure, they're my partner. But at the same time, when you introduce someone as Hey, this is Micah's partner, Jason. They take partner and not Jason. Because what they're doing is they're categorizing that person as just a sex right. partner or an individual that's in their life. Not, hey, this is their boyfriend or their husband. But so, okay, so in most cases, you know, like... I, I and I agree with you. Like, um, you know, we had a bunch of people over. They didn't all know it, everybody, but I didn't say this is my friend Joe. This is my friend Bill. Right. I said this is Bill and this is Joe, and I said, you know, this is Stan. I don't put labels on people. You know, if you know me, you already know Stan is my husband. There's no need for me to tell you that. I have a wedding ring. He and has a wedding a, ring. You also have, have the house at the end name. of a road where there's you a cemetery. <laughs> right. 
Right, on the left-hand side. <laughs> I remember that. I was like, I thought it, I was like, but I remember going to her house, we had such a great time. I was like, you were, your fence line was the edge of the cemetery. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was. Straight up. But, you know, so years ago, I went to a wedding with somebody long before I was married and had kids. And, you know, instead of just saying, this is Michelle, when this guy went to introduce me to his mom and his aunt, he went, this is, and he couldn't figure out the label and he hemmed and hawed. And he finally choked out my name. And because of the way he did that, and just instead of saying, this is Michelle, and leaving it at that, he couldn't find a word for it. So guess what? His aunt is one of those aunts. And she's uh, like, and how do you two know each other? I was so pissed off at this guy. You know what I said? I, I said, and I walked away. Yes! Yes, queen. <laughs> what? And guess what? After this guy got his ears chewed off by his mother and his aunt because of what I had said quite loudly, he came after me and he wanted to know why did I say that? I said, all you had to do was say, this is Michelle. I said, but because you made me look stupid, I said, guess what? Now you can deal with it. Good for you. And I I'm serious. I mean, that, and we've talked yeah. about this before. It's I want to be that person to stand up for myself in that respect. And I would have probably just ran out the door and not even thought about it because I don't like confrontation. I'm super passive aggressive. And it's one of those things of, I would never stand up for myself in that respect, like you just did. And and, and that, and I feel, and yes, so and, it and we've took talked about a long time, development when you feel when your inner self matches, and then you start the actions are happening to where you start progressing to the point where you want to be, and then you feel more confident, and then you do feel more connected. And in that respect, you know that's I'm, I'm it's taken me years, fucking at least a decade, to get to where I wanted to be in myself. To where I feel where I'm, I'm you're still a I'm, girl, you're on another level, but at least I feel comfortable. To where, <laughs> oh, I'm so to I, I get to where I was <laughs> now to feel at least I could I'm say, like you know what? I don't deserve that shit. I don't, I'm not gonna stand up for, I am gonna stand up for myself. I am gonna not take the abuse or feel like I'm being walked over because. My entire life before then has told me I'm nothing and I'm not even, you know, I'm, and so it took, it took, it took a minute to no. turn that corner, and but I am on the up and up because I know because every day I have more confidence and I have somebody in my life who loves me and supports me in every way possible to say I'm worth it. And you stand up it's, it's, it's. <laughs> It's a learning curve. It didn't, like I said, did not happen overnight in any imagination. 
Tadi. I know. You, in the words of Virginia Slim, <laughs> you've come a long way, baby. But yeah. And and you have Jason, and I have seen those changes. You know, I remember when we first met, and you know, because of the desk joke, which was freaking hilarious. So were you guys I knew I knew you were going to be my friend. I just knew. Yeah. Well, no, his friend Esmeralda was his time. work bitch. Yeah, you and I were really close. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. But then that, she got weird. I don't know. But I think, you know what? I think she, because she was in a bad situation, I don't know what she's doing now. But, no, you know, not at her all. He was verbally Man wasn't a very so. good man. To the point where I told her after, oh, yeah. after three or four after conversations, we went, I said, Yeah, when we went I'm to Sorry, I love you and you're my friend, but I can't. Yeah. I can't watch you watch completely this. destroy your life because you don't want to take action on the situation that you've known for years before I even met you to get you to happen. Yeah, you come, you, you call me, you cry to me, you yeah. tell me what's going on. You tell me that all the shit he's done. I'm just like, God damn. Like, what would drive a person to stay with their right, at partner what point? they were not legally married to? Well, even if they were married to you. said that word. Shit. Fuck. Anyway. <laughs> why would you tell somebody that you are being destroyed internally? But yeah. You're such an ass. But yeah. I don't have it. Destroy- well, and actually, I can answer that, and Jason. I have I've been seen in that John situation. Lee. And And and, when you're in that, I know that your situation is really different, but that's Um, the thing is, but when you're in that kind of a situation, PTSD situation is, but you know, it's you gotta. Right. But you know what? Me, um, I've been through a lot of things in my life. A lot. And, um, you know, I think that because right. of those things, it, well, made, it made me a stronger person. And, um, you know, I've, I've always had an I don't give a shit attitude. Um, you know, and like now, like every day, I'm in so much pain, like talking to you, you guys don't know how much pain I'm in. Like my right hand is half curled because of this stupid CRPS. I'm sorry, baby. But I don't let people know that. Um, You know, and no, and it's not your fault because guess what? It sent me on a journey and I've discovered so many new things about myself. I've let a lot of things go that I held that made me angry. And, um, you know, I hear it all the time. Like when we go to the dispensary and I get VIP treatment, I love that. You know, I get bougie weed and I get top priority. You know, what the fuck? 
But, you know, people go, you don't look sick. Well, that's because CRPS is a neurological nerve condition. See, that's bullshit you about our society it. because you look at someone so, and you okay. label them. And so, it's, so, it's not right, wrong, and different. And, but we all do it as humans. We look it's at not someone right. and be like, we, we pre-label them as, all right, they're homeless. So they obviously gambled, drank their life away. Fucking no. These people are war veterans who are not getting assistance from the government but have so much fucking mental things they have to go through because of the war they were in and the things yeah. they saw happen we discard them as a nation and it's just so unfair but you go back and you say somebody's this that the other it's a label it, you're, you're wanting to box them in and say okay that person's this and right. I, they, you know, and that's a, the shitty part about our society is because we label within half within half a second. We label everything. As soon as visual contact happens, we have already told in our minds. Yep. Yep. And yet, I've we always said, I've always said the same. can't judge someone until you've heard their story. And in that respect, it's, you can label someone. That's true. By a visual glance. But your whole perception can be completely crushed and reformed when you find out who they are as a person, what they've been through, their experiences, their background, yep. how they grew up, what they did to overcome obstacles because fucking everyone has obstacles. It's just don't tell me I'm this person or don't tell your brain I'm this person until you know me. You have no idea. You see a visual perception from top to bottom as to who, you know, race gender, sexuality are all just immediately <laughs> judged on someone in half a second. Right, and it's okay. not right because guess what? We're all individual people and guess what? When you get cut, when I get cut, when everybody else gets cut, yep. it all bleeds red. When my, do- you know, when my daughter donates blood and platelets, you know, they're not saying, oh, this is white blood. This is, they're not doing that. They mark it as A, B, and in her case, um, her, I don't even know what it is. Oh, positive. I, no, B positive? <laughs> I don't know. I'm a horrible parent. But anyways, um, I'm actually a horrible friend. But we'll talk about that. But, you know, when she donates, you know, it's not being labeled to who it's going to go to. And I think if we, you know, as a society, really looked at these things, and it's hard to, like, here in, you know, in the city, well, you know, watching what's going on in the city, you know, it's hard to change a perception. Even though I know that it's not true because I've got a friend 
who is a single mom and has never asked for help and never taken a dime extra of public aid. And she's a single black person. So I don't feel like it's everybody, but you know, when they put it on the news and media, that's why I have to stay off Facebook for a while because everybody with this virus is becoming so negative. There's like, you know what? Stop and look around you. Look at what's around you. Look at what's right in front of your face. And, you know, it's, it's sad that a lot of people are going to end up getting divorced well, because of this. Right. Because well, they're not and, used to this much togetherness. Talking, I immediately went into the whole... We got the first chapter. You went into a hole of shit. What? Damn. What the? (laughs) I had this whole philosophical. Um, It'll come to me eventually. Warning. I guarantee you. Three o'clock in the afternoon, he's just going to stop and he's just going to ramble that entire thought process that you have going on. At least I know I. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, I'm I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. Okay. So I've always said. You can change a thought, but you can't change a belief. And the, reason, the reason I've said that is because what do you if you're Jagger? open-minded enough to say, "Hey, let's think about if some if some if I've thought my whole life one way, but I'm at least open-minded to say if someone says something different, that I think about it, that can change worlds." But a belief is so indoctrinated and inscribed on an individual soul that the ones who are saying that they're the only ones who are going to heaven, they're the only ones who are going to be able to do this, religiosity is this, um, fucking races and nationality, it doesn't matter. I mean, the, the whole spectrum of we are the Benjamin. Well, even... Even not even that. Okay, let's let's weed marijuana. Okay, the only pe- reason people ever have thought it was bad was because the government said, "Yeah, this is one of the prohibition lists." That is why. But now we finally live in a society where they're like, "Hey, look, we can prove to you it is good for." Pain relief. It is good for cannabis. It is good for this. It is good for this. It is good for that. All of that, even, which is crazy because you think that there's, you know, there's obviously the medicinal aspects of the plant, but there's so much more that goes on with marijuana that's been been so outcast and kicked to the side for thousands of years. The sad part about all this fucking nonsense. Is at the end of the day, the legislative people don't give a shit. It's about revenue. So guess what's going to happen? They're going to figure out no that shit. all these hey. states are making money hand over fist. Like at our dispensary, if I didn't have my medical card and order online, 
I'd be like number 500 on the wait list. Because now here you have to get on a wait list because they can only have so many people lined up six feet apart outside. Um, And if they knew how much they're making, like, okay, so on on a bill that's $200, okay, I would pay two hundred and two dollars and like thirty two cents roughly okay so two dollars in tax off of two hundred okay adult recreational people are gonna pay thirty percent tax whoa two hundred god damn i didn't know that so wow that's so So my bill for two hundred and two dollars versus a recreational person yeah. is going to now pay well, what two hundred and sixty dollars? Yeah. Wow. If, if you're only recreational, um, you're either an idiot or a total stoner <laughs> out, <laughs> out the ass because you realize really quickly you need to go to get your medical. Right, card. but when you think about that. Right, but when you think about the number of people, like the dispensary Ooh. opens up at oh 7 a.m., but they open and the wait list at a quarter to seven. And every day. Right, and there's times when there, you can't even get on this wait list, and that's just one dispensary. So when the government, when the federal government realizes that states like Illinois, Michigan, Oklahoma, all these states that are already individually gathering all this tax, they're going to go, hey, we got it. Let's legalize marijuana for everybody. So then here's what's going to happen. It's going to go down in cost, but they're going to reap high taxes on it. And the people with the medical cards, it's not going to affect them, except they're going to get more for their money. You know, like when it first came legal here in January, the only thing that changed for me was instead of being allowed two and a half ounces every wow. two weeks, I'm allowed five ounces every two weeks. I should not weed. That's a lot of weed. <laughs> because they don't weigh oh, on, man. they base it on the THC. I can't even imagine. So, <laughs> holy shit! I can't. That's, I'm sorry. Even if you're a stay-at-home, stone all day person, five ounces is fucking ungodly. That's just like boom. So, okay, so back in October, this is actually really funny. Um, Before it went legal, okay, um, I decided I was going to stock up because I knew come January 1, I don't want to leave the house because it's too damn cold. But I also know that everybody in the free world is going to be lined up at the dispensary. So... (laughs) I spent, I okay, I went oh and I got $5,000 in $100 bills. Right. Wait, because it's cash only. 
And Stan was out of town. So I drove to this dispensary. Now, I'm in a big black F-150. Our windows are tinted. And I've got a Louis Vuitton with $5,000 in $100 bills. And I, okay, so wait. I brought in two. Let's fucking do this. It's all- <laughs> The whole time, I promise you. So they already know me in there. (laughs) So we, I forgot I'd taken like four gummies. I shouldn't have left home. Wait. So now, okay, now I get in there and my favorite person is there. And she's like, so what are you, what are you doing? I'm like, whispering. I've got five thousand dollars. <laughs> like, I, I have like so much money. Right? There you have so much weed. <laughs> right. And she's like, okay. Wait. So I'm like, let's do it. I said, I gotta stock up. I said, let's fill my shopping bags. And. So back then, I could only have two and a half ounces every two weeks. So I made sure that I was starting from zero. You know, so I had the full two and a half ounces. And she literally, I got two shopping bags. And I paid $3,000 because we'd hit the max. So now here I am alone. In this big black truck with the tinted windows, two shopping bags full of various weed and weed products, $2,000 left in cash and $100 bills. You better get a I put uh, the weed behind the driver's seat. Armor truck fuel. Okay. Like, Brinks and what? what is Lou, Lou, um, Brinks. Wells Fargo. Fargo. I was just gonna say Wells Fargo. They don't know Wells Fargo down here. Wells Fargo. Yeah. Let's this. Lamar or Lamar? Some. Go ahead. Sorry. Hell. Hell. Scroll room. Anyways, so now I get in the truck. Now I'm nervous. Now I'm already nervous. (laughs) Thank God it wasn't January because nobody was around when I left the dispensary. Until I pull oh, on the road. Now the sheriff just happens to get behind me. I'm like, I'm like freaking out. I'm like, okay, I've got $3,000 of weed in my shopping bags behind me. I've got $2,000 in $100 bills. And this sheriff oh, is behind me. Oh, shit. Oh, no. So Maybe now I'm like, slower than usual. Oh, and then, because... <laughs> Right, remember these gummies are starting to kick in, and then it clicks in my head. I'm like, dumbass, do the speed limit. I'm like, come on, before he pulls you over, and you have to explain all this. And then it clicked in my head wait a minute, I have a card, I have a receipt, I'm fine. I decide to make a turn, and then the sheriff goes on. I was like, okay, that was dumb. Oh, scary. I bet you. I had heart palpitations by the time I got home with this. Honestly, you were getting high on the terpenes yeah. that were in that I truck. Come in the house and coming the from door. those bags. 
I'm telling you, it was not a good feeling. But it was, it was so crazy. Sorry. When I did that, I. No, I was gonna say I'm, I'm doing a lot of research on, you know, no, the entire fine. plant, like from from the from the actual seed to when someone's smoking it or using it as a concentrate. And it's such an amazing process. It's so beautiful. Yeah, it is. Um, so my dispensary, they do. Um, it's called Rise. Um, they do live online classes every now and then, and they talk about the different strands and what they're good for. Uh, you know, like people think that I just sit and smoke weed all the time. Well, I don't. Well, yeah, I kind of do, but but you know, there's so many different kinds of edibles and lotions and concentrates, and I'm thinking really? my next trip, I might actually buy nasal spray. I'm almost well, again, scared. everything's chirping. Yeah, you're, you're I wonder if it would help my allergies. Oh, okay. I didn't have that to the dispensary. Well, I'm sorry. I was trying to figure out where he is. What do you mean? My next so meant, like, Vegas? Your next, whoa, whoa. Vegas is closed. True. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she made my mom the trip. I was like, where do you go? Where do you have to go to yeah. get this? Where do you have to go to get this fucking nasal spray? It's like going to Willy Wonka's for grown-ups. To the dispensary. And actually. Because <laughs> that'll Jesus be interesting. Yeah. yeah. I wasn't gone. Yeah, yeah. I just, huh? I just <laughs> back. Hey, how was I gone if I heard the entire conversation? You are. responded back to it. <laughs> hey. Anywho, sir. You know what? Like take off, oh, eh? That's right. Okay. We now are doing business in mm, Yeah. Mm, I love What? See, you know what was a good movie? See, we haven't seen that. And Ford versus Ford. Was it really good? Okay. Oh my god, yeah. So here's what I would do. Okay, because um Yeah. We actually inadvertently watched um a documentary. Well, we watched the documentary on purpose, but it was just it happened <laughs> before we watched for 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 Ford versus Ferrari. Yeah. Um, if you have history on demand, uh, there's two really good documentaries. One is the cars okay. that made America, and one is the food that made America. And they're yeah. both really super interesting. But we watched the cars nice. that made America before Ford versus Ferrari. And you know what? There's so much that you don't know that comes out that once you've seen the, this documentary 
and you watch Ford versus Ferrari, yeah. the movie makes so much more sense. Because there's a lot of details in the movie that if you didn't see this documentary, right. you're not really going to know what they're talking about. Oh, and I, I go way deep into that. So it's really, in, it's really interesting. And it's really good. <laughs> Stop! Well, I'm sure you can hear And you're fucking... <laughs> messing it up! Jason is trying to <laughs> medicate. That's what he's saying. No, he's trying to uh, medicate. Jason's a meditate? <laughs> what, you bitch? He's applying for Medicaid. (laughs) (laughs) NCAA NCAA is fucking basketball. (laughs) (laughs) Are you aware that for three months before I turned 50, AARP sent me three Oh Three God. different birthday yeah. cards saying welcome yeah. to the Fuck over off, 50 ARP. club. <laughs> Fuck that. I don't like that box. I like the age. Yeah, it's like I don't want to have to check a new box that says 50 to 65. See another stupid label. Are you the under 18s? Are you the 19 to 25s? Are you the 25 to 34? Are you the 35 to 44? And then you get in this gray area. It's like a little gray box. Like, well, you know, (laughs) I said, weren't there movies about that? Like, this in the gray and that in the gray. What do you say? Those are older people. Oh, yeah. Fifty Shades of Gray. (laughs) That was like Fifty Shades of Fucked Up. Yeah, they were decent. But they were good movies. Yeah, I mean, I never read and books. It, it, it was actually a love story. And that took me to the movie, the first movie. And I was like, it just seemed so kink. And I was like, uh, I seen the previews and I was like, I heard stories. People talking about the books and how there was so much graphically detailed beyond the movie. And the right. I was like, ah, I'm just not, it didn't appeal to me necessarily because it was like, I think you have to be a person of fetish to really appreciate the plot. Well, yeah, plot, but just exude everything about the society that it holds. And in that respect, I was like, I don't feel adequate because I'm not even in the fetish. But then I went, I was like, oh, all right. Good on them. And because it was it was very organic, and they, I think it did really well in the first movie by making it a just happenstance, but also not, but also he brought her to a new place that she had never been sexually and I was like okay like I can job with this 
I just want to know how we went from talking about Ford versus <laughs> yeah, Ferrari. I, the, uh, <laughs> I just mentioned it. Yeah. Okay, okay, well, really, thank you. <laughs> I can't say he's wrong. Okay, let's get back to cars. Cars was so a good movie, too. There are so many people in Oklahoma that remind me of what's his monitor. What a shit. Blue-collar comedy, dude. Oh, my God, that shit was hilarious. Oh. My, well, half the people we know are living in Blanchard, Oklahoma. <laughs> How'd you say Oklahoma? Oklahoma. <laughs> I told you when I get I know, I know. high or I get drunk, my you're, country you're, comes you're at my a, a my side right now. Yeah. Okay. Every time you say Oklahoma, no shit. Every time you say Oklahoma, you have to hit it. Take oh, a hit or take no, a drink. Because you okay, say Oklahoma you, as much as I say so. so. Her. She's just so. Um, no, uh, there's no possible way. I, can I do, do every time if I you say want, so. You want a podcast? You're not gonna <laughs> maybe do that because otherwise we're gonna be out in like five minutes. <laughs> Well, we have 10 minutes left in the show, so... Oh, we're excited. That'd be awesome. And I love having you guys. You guys are going to become my regulars. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I got to take a hit. Hey, don't you know there ain't. thing I say. Oh, my gosh. Oh, jeez. Well, that's how they talk in freaking... Uh, Nebraska. Oh, jeez. What the hell was that? I don't want that. I went just dyslexic and snow there. <laughs> He said Nebraska. So, kind of funny that he said Nebraska. He murdered Oklahoma and Nebraska, which is two states away, into like one big country. (laughs) (laughs) But he meant meant Fargo because that's the goal. Yeah. I meant to say Nebraska and Fargo. Oh, far stop. (laughs) North Dakota. (laughs) (laughs) But see, I got to Nebraska. Okay. So, here, I got a really funny story for you guys. You said Nebraska. So, my friend Isaac... Um, at the time, he was 24. And this is just a few years ago when I was still working. And I go with him to buy, help him buy a new car. Okay. So he leaves the dealership. And from there, he goes to a Cubs game. Which, okay, that's fine. Then he decides, since it's Friday night, he's going to go on a road trip. Well, about 10 o'clock Saturday morning, Isaac's sending me pictures. He's like, look, look where I am. I'm like, where the fuck is that, dude? They're like, nowhere. He's like, I'm eating steaks with these old men in Nebraska. What? I'm like, what are you talking about, dude? And he did. He took a picture. He took a big group picture. (laughs) 
<laughs> and he sent it to me and he was eating steaks and smoking cigars and gambling with these guys and I'm like and he's like and they want to take me to the Swedish <laughs> band I'm like dude they're trying to get you to join their cult get the hell out of there so so wait so then I don't hear from him like I forget all about him because I haven't heard from him I'm like okay like five hours later all of a sudden Isaac pops back up and he's sending me pictures he's like guess where I am now I'm like where he's like well I'm still in Nebraska but I'm part of this fake bachelorette party we're bar hopping and we're getting free drinks oh my god only my friend Isaac the guy went to Cuba right after that and I see him in a picture he sends a picture he's got five 20 year old beautiful oh. women driving him around in a 57 Chevy oh. Bel Air like he's Hugh what color? color. <laughs> only my friend does it <laughs> seriously does the color matter when white. you're trying to be like the most attractive your most explosive scene anywhere <laughs> yeah now let me describe Isaac. Isaac is oh, we, five man. foot six. At the time, probably weighed about two hundred and fifty pounds. Okay. Was bald. He had like four hairs he used okay. to comb over. And a beard. <laughs> like so he didn't even look like he was in his twenties. He looked like he was in his fifties. And he's picking up these beautiful women wow. all over the place. Just because he's got that personality. But like, who does it? Who just gets in the car, goes eat steaks and gambles. <laughs> oh wait, says the girl, takes strange phone calls and goes, no. Right? <laughs> yeah. Let's not throw stones in the house that's gonna break. <laughs> Uh, so what are you two going to do the rest well, of the I'm day? I'm going to go back to watch now that videos on at 10 o'clock in the morning. Homes. On a Monday. And that. And that, and that probably too. Did you say golf? Weed. Well, I'm cool. Okay, I thought you said golf. Ew. Hell no. It's a stupid sport. I always said golf is a long walk. It's not even a sport. By a white it's ball. like a grandma sport. Uh, Mark Twain says golf is a great way to ruin a great Yeah, walk. it's just stupid. <laughs> Amen, Mark Twain. <laughs> Indeed. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and Jason, what are and, you going to uh, do? You're going to pass out, aren't you? Because today is the sixth of the seventh day of my vacation from work, so I'm going to do my best to do this zero zilch nada as I could yay alright well that is about all the time oh, we have for Bonk awesome. Brain Jason and Micah thank you for getting up early and hanging out with me um, be sure to be sure to listen to this podcast it will be broadcasted and here. Hear-